2: Hello and welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad you can join me today. Today, my special guest is Dr. Allison JK, and I am really excited to have her join us today to tell us about her special energy healing practice called Vibrational Upgrade. But before we get into that, let me give you this just this wonderful little disclaimer that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and today's guest, Dr. Allison J.K. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. So welcome to the show, Allison, Dr. Allison. I am glad you can join me today.
3: Hi, I'm glad to be here. How are you, Marianne?
2: I am doing very well. We're experiencing spring in this part of the world and... It's just such a wonderful time of the year where things are blooming out and the vibrations are getting higher and higher. Allison, before we get going, let me tell... My audience, a little bit about you. Dr. Allison has been a mastermind body energy medicine practitioner for more than 20 years, a world traveler who lived and worked in the international school in Asia for 10 years while studying subtle energy. And She currently facilitates outrageously rewarding energy healings for clients worldwide. She is the founder of the Vibrational Upgrade System and has been nicknamed the Lightning Bolt due to the power of her energy healings and clearings experienced by clients and listeners around the globe. And Dr. Allison Your energy medicine is called vibrational upgrade. Why is that?
3: Do you want the short answer or the medium one or the long one? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: let's go for the medium answer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Choice is always good. Um, So everything I do, everything that I have Been studying since my very first major in college at the undergraduate level, which was psychology. By the third semester, I found it to be incomplete with its focus on the hardwiring of the brain and data recall and classes like industrial management, where it just seemed to be applied to the business infrastructure of our country. It didn't seem to provide to me the answer um, or trying to answer the question of why do humans do what they do? Why do they choose what they choose? And how do we create the most happiness? And so ever since then, I've been searching and have been led to the holistic models more from the East and some from the ancient cultures, too, of the mind, body and spirit system and how it completes the picture of a human being and our understanding of the human being. So everything I do, all of my experiences and trainings and certifications have been geared towards different aspects of the mind, the body and the spirit that combine together to answer that question of how do we have the happiest life possible and create the most joy possible. So everything I do, therefore, whether it's the yoga and meditation class I'm getting ready to teach once we're complete with our interview here today or the um, energy medicine sessions I do one-on-one or the group healings or the interviews I give even, which is an energetic transmission you're getting right now, all of it in the Tuesday night group call is all contributing to clearing out unawakened consciousness that's either unconscious or subconscious energy so that by clearing it of its stagnancy or where it's blocked due to unconscious and subconscious beliefs it then can become awakened consciousness and then it makes more energy available to the human and so that provides the vibrational upgrade because they'll have more awareness, they'll have more awakened consciousness, and so it's a vibrational upgrade. and clearing out, Marianne, the the beliefs that we have that deaden our life force, so you could basically look at like every thought with a cultivated observer or some mindfulness. If you look at the thoughts that you do catch a glimpse of that go on in your mind, or you look at some of the choices are they creating aliveness or are they deadening your aliveness? And so if there's a sense of this isn't contributing to my life, this isn't creating more aliveness, then that's the kind of area that I come in with the different tools I use for the vibrational upgrade. And so by creating consciousness where there has been deadened consciousness, it's a vibrational upgrade. And that typically means clearing out the deadened life force. Life force is interchangeable with energy and interchangeable somewhat with consciousness. So ultimately when we're clearing out the beliefs that make us stay shrunk back, then that is they're denser, heavier beliefs. And beliefs are just thoughts that are thought over and over again. And if I have a happy thought, that's always, you can tell, a lighter feeling left in me after the thought. And if it's a fear-based thought, it's a heavier feeling, like grief or sorrow or resentment. That's heavier, denser, thicker than the joyous, happy ones. So it's a vibrational upgrade when clearing out the dead and life force that I do.
2: Yeah. Okay, and that makes a lot of sense, especially when you describe the thicker and the lighter. It just really gives a a great image of of how things would things are lifting and being upgraded by thing making things lighter in general. So. How does your vibrational upgrade help someone with their own spiritual awakening?
3: Oh, that's such a rich question. Um, so I, so my first book is What If There's Nothing Wrong? And it's, it was written in my tenth of the ten years, the last year I spent in Asia. And then I had a local person edit it. Local meaning to America, so they could take it out of the Chineseified English I was using at the still at the time <laughs> or Americanized English, and more understandable for an, a, a native English speaker, and it was describing any practices like yoga, Qigong, both of which I teach meditation, which I also teach,
1: uh,
3: from an approach of just working with consciousness so you can have more energy. And then it alludes to the whole second tier, if you will, of if you continue those practices and you continue working with your consciousness or your energy, and you continue to clear out and bring awareness, conscious awareness to where there was not at one point, where it was unconscious or subconscious, meaning a belief that got locked down and programmed in from ages zero to eight or from a trauma that happened later, then as we bring conscious awareness of the light or the energy that I work with to that area and it becomes consciousness, as we gain more consciousness, more awakened conscious energy in our system, gradually there's a threshold that gets reached that has as the undercurrent to all life force spirituality, only because the spirit is the eternal part of us. And once we have a certain threshold reach, the undercurrent of all life force is the sacred, because that's where life comes from. So you can be clearing out denser, thicker beliefs that slow your life's expansion down or that are fear-based, that are from the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can clear, As you clear those out and you free up that energy, you can really have much more access to aligned with the sacred kinds of awarenesses that come in as thoughts, but they're more aligned. They're more from a sacred or your higher self or your intuitive self. That is in Sanskrit, the word yoga translates into English to mean to yoke with the implication of that is we're yoking with our higher self. When we do that, we're also, so that's at the sixth chakra. And when we're yoking with our higher self, we're also yoking with divinity or all of the cosmos, which is at the seventh chakra. And in Qigong, the understanding is from the Tao. The Tao is all of life. And contained within that is the sacred divinity or the cosmos. So, when we do this kind of clearing out work, it's almost like it's two tiered, Marianne. Where the first tier is, it's with the, the mind and its conditioned beliefs that we know we didn't have a filter for. We just adopted when we absorb from our parents. they're like if we're trying to understand how do we get that loving feeling from mom, oh well, we are a good little girl and we follow her around and help her out. So then that belief might close down some of the areas where we would choose otherwise for ourselves to not just be a good little girl and follow an authority figure around and do what's asked of us. So as we clear out that belief that might be limiting us taking a chance or a risk in another area of our life later on as an adult, that life force of that old belief is then loosened into conscious energy instead of dead and down at a subconscious belief that's a block or an unconscious belief that's a block.
2: Okay, so what uh, I get from that is that when we are in our minds and hearing our thinking that we're not hearing our spirit or hearing our higher selves and uh, so being vibrationally upgraded, getting lighter, we are able then to hear ourselves, our spiritual selves. Yes. So, Allison, it's just about time for a break. So, folks, when we come back from the break, we'll continue this discussion about being able to get a vibrational upgrade. Don't go away.
4: Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click Coaching. On Therapeutic Approach to Growth, host Brooke Wagner showcases topics and experts that are of interest to the special needs community. You'll learn about advances in treatment, challenges, and solutions, as well as how to build and maintain trusting relationships with these amazing individuals who can teach us so much about ourselves in ways we never knew. Tune in to Therapeutic Approach to Growth, live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness.
4: Abortion can affect an entire family. This includes men, women, other family members, and friends. While each experience is unique, the feelings of grief and loss are something everyone can relate to. Listen for Life After Abortion with hosts Michaeline Friedenberg and Skylar Christensen. Together with their guests, they can help open the conversation and bridge the gap toward healing. Life After Abortion can be heard Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper: a return to peace.
2: Welcome back to The Healing Whisper. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest today is Dr. Allison J.K. But before we get back into our discussion with Dr. Allison, I'd like to let everybody know that you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, TheHealingWhisper.com. Just before the break, we were talking about a vibrational upgrade, essentially getting lighter in our energies so that we can reconnect with our higher self. At uh, one point in our discussion before the break, Dr. Allison, you mentioned a sixth chakra. Can you tell us what are chakras?
3: Sure, I can. Um, the chakra column is, so now just to preface this, I've taught classes and still do and do trainings and certifications in the chakra column that take at the beginner level one week uh, every week a month for three hours. And that's the beginner level. And then a advanced class one week every week of the month for three hours at the advanced level. So the chakra system is quite extensive to really have yourself wrapped around and understanding it. In a um, more simplified form, beginner form, the chakra system is, a chakra means wheel in Sanskrit, and into English, we translate it as wheel because it turns by the life force energy. We have seven main ones that run along the central column of our body, and each one corresponds to an area of life and a major gland of the hormonal system. So, if they're the intersection of mind, body, and spirit, then that means they also govern an area of the body as well as a domain of our life. So for example, the sixth chakra sits in between the eyebrows. It's known as the third eye and it's the it's connected to the pituitary gland and it's physically connected to the sinus cavity in the ear canal and the brain hemispheric balance because it's right at the center of the brain. And so it's interesting, one of the aspects of an imbalanced sixth chakra, Marianne, is somebody who is analytical, like relies on the analytical self or the analytical mind and doesn't leave much, if any, room for use of their intuition or intuitive guidance. So when somebody tends to be focused on issues and problems and seriousness that actually is in the ch- within the chakra system it's understood to be a symptom of an imbalanced sixth chakra and to bring balance back to the sixth chakra means that you so it means that what I what I do just because I've been working with the chakra column for so long 20 plus years and my understanding is quite extensive I would go to a couple of the other chakras to help balance out that seriousness like the heart chakra in the seventh chakra so I'd be opening up more of the freedom feelings and the playful feelings and the connection to source so that it would help breathe room into a six chakra that is focused on issues and problems. And then I'd also obviously go right to the six chakra and work with energy, feeding the energy to that chakra to help it remember balanced activity so it when I am feeding a person's system energy, whether it's done the way that I'm doing right now, which I'm doing to any listener right now listening to this, is receiving this actual transmission, or my hands are on somebody, and it doesn't have to be my hands on somebody. About 65% of my client base is from around the world, and I do distant sessions, so it can happen It's a superseding time and space. It doesn't need to be in person, so the energy will feed the sixth chakra, whether from my hands or just me directing it as I am now to remind the six chakra and the six chakra. everybody's system knows I mean it has its own innate knowing energy has light in it and it has its own intelligence innate to it so it knows what to do so your system knows what to do with the energy and knows how to bring your six chakra back into balance so with my training and background and, and, and experience I can see more of different tweaks I can do to help speed up the person's Outcome and results that they're desiring, but nonetheless, I mean, the bottom line is your system knows what to do with the light and energy better than I ever could, and it always trumps me. So, by helping the sixth chakra come out of its focus on seriousness and issues and problems and what's wrong, it's bringing a sixth chakra out of the overemphasis on the mind and bringing back in the spiritual component. So. I hope that helps explain to a degree the chakra calm. I found it, Marianne, to be the most reliable roadmap for understanding what a person presents to me. And it's the quickest way to have whether they're tripping themselves up from a spiritual trauma in a past life because the spirit's also here too. And I never approached this work with any desire to understand about reincarnation of past lives, nor did I disregarded. I just didn't even know that this was going to be a part of what I was learning. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of information. It is. um, What comes to mind, uh, not to use that uh, the image that comes to my mind, is that the sixth chakra is kind of like what some people say, left brain, right brain. It puts people too much in that left brain the the analytical brain when that chakra is out of balance is that, would you consider that an adequate image for people
3: yeah it is it's one of the it, it's actually i would present it in such a way that a symptom of an out of balance sixth chakra is when you're overly focused on issues and problems now transferring that over into the meditation teaching what I tell my students over and over and over again as I'm instructing them through the process of the seed of meditation is to, to that the mind, the nature of the mind, and I have a product on my website that it's actually the least expensive product, interestingly enough, that is my first signature talk called The Nature of the Mind, and then the second track is me guiding the listener through actual meditation instruction. So it's people use it to set themselves up with their own meditation practice they'll use it for one two three weeks and then they'll have a practice established and i use buddha's most frequently taught meditation technique where it's not anything fancy it is the cultivation of the observer it's it's how to we can cultivate distance and detachment from our thinking mind so we have more mindfulness off of the mat in our daily life when we're in a situation and our mind is throwing thoughts out and we don't necessarily want to react to, from those thoughts. So in the process in the pra- and the practice and teaching of meditation, what you just described, Marianne is very much what we're doing. We're learning how we're learning that the nature of the mind is to be focused on problem solving, on fixing, on figuring out. It's one of the main modes of behavior of our minds because the ego mind has been given to us within our overall mind, body, and spirit system as a human being in a physical body on planet earth to help us navigate the physical three-dimensional plane. So if I see a pair, my mind pulls up the label of pair. So then part of the job of the ego mind is to help us be safe on the physical plane understanding what we're encountering from our physical five senses in labeling and evaluating and judging so we can know if we're safe or so it can keep us safe right and so the, the mind doesn't react really well to the unknown which is why when people go for change <laughs> the mind it's to be expected snaps back so when we go to do something new the mind is going to protest and give us the list of reasons. No, you don't really want to. It's going to take too much time. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough, that blah, blah, blah. the typical kinds of lists of five to 10 objections, the mind will list when we're approaching something new or a new practice or a new behavior. And so the nature of the mind is to problem solve and to evaluate and assess the physical plane to keep us safe. So, it's not one of the beauties I love of meditation. So I'm taking this above and beyond the sixth chakra because it's not just the the sixth chakra that you can see a symptom of an imbalanced mind. It's the nature of life on planet Earth with an untrained mind right now in a globalized country to have a runaway mind that is overthinking, over analyzing, and unfair. And so, learning to detach from that and learning. When I lived in the East, for example, the basic Buddhist premise is every mind, every human mind is a neurotic mind. Here are the tools to work with your own particular flavor of neuroses, (laughs) which is an entirely different approach. Yeah. (laughs) Diagnoses, yeah.
2: It's taking the uh, thought of the Western civilization that if you're not normal by our definition of normal, then uh, here's a drug to give you or an asylum to put you away. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas what you're just saying is that there is no normal in the Buddhist, Buddhist point of view, and that here is what you can do energetically speaking to deal with your own particular neuroses. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: well, yeah. it, it uh, we have uh, just a couple of minutes left, and. Um, I know that this is probably a very lengthy question to answer but here here it goes why <laughs> is knowing about uh, literally we only have 1 minute so why is knowing about chakras something that is good
3: because it's not a woo woo practice that's for new agers. I'm not a new ager. I am also a personal trainer. I have specialty certification in fitness nutrition and mind-body fitness. And I am of the kind of person who my meditation teaching is to bring the awareness, the conscious mind into the body, to not float and hover and be checked out above the head where you're spaced out or you're on gadgets or you're um, shopping to check out because you don't like your life. I'm all about learning how to live in the body and create the best life possible down here in the body on planet Earth. And so if you look at the average person, they're so busy that they're checked out with various tools of checking out. Again, whether that be consumption or drinking or Internet porn or um, video games or scanning the web or Twitter or over consumption of social media, the majority of people don't really live presently in the present moment in their mm-hmm. bodies. And so it's fascinating to look at how, when I first start working with the person regularly, I'm helping them to ground that consciousness down in their body. I have to do so many clearings first to help coax them that it's okay to be in the body, that life isn't full of suffering and that it's actually a good thing. You can actually choose what you have in your life and you can actually choose what not to have in your life and then once they're grounded down in their body then assessing the different areas of their life happens so they can start creating their life and all of that is able to be assisted through working with the chakra column because the throat chakra deals with your ability to choose Well,
2: contract. let's let's get into that okay. after the break folks don't go away
4: your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness
1: are you feeling stuck sometimes we just need a little help from a friend Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with Custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching.
0: and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Welcome back to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Today's guest is Dr. Allison J.K. Just before the break, we were talking about the chakra column. Uh, but before we get back into that, Dr. Allison, can you tell our listeners how to get in touch with you?
3: Oh, sure. AllisonJ.K. com. And it's 1L, A L I S O N, letter J ka com, and then i'm on facebook allison jk holistic life coach phd and energy healer that's my business page it's a lot of words um yeah. <laughs> and then um my first book is what if there's nothing wrong and it's on amazon so i think that's a good start
2: okay all right great so just before the break, you were talking about the chakra column. We've spoken about the sixth chakra, which is kind of the one that where our brain is a little bit out of balance or a lot out of balance, where we're overthinking things. And uh, then you started to speak about the throat chakra.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want me to take on from there? It's interesting, Marianne, that you do this because uh, every interview I do, there's definitely a particular focus that the, the audience requires. And so... This is a really important focus, what you're drawing out of me for the sixth and the fifth, because the sixth is what you just said. Uh, It's the way to have a more balanced thinking and an approach to life where there's room allowed for the intuitive equipment that we have wired in us, as well as the analytical equipment space to occupy in our lives and guide us. And it's funny, too, because when I'm uh, working with meditation students, what can happen is a lot of the times... I said this a lot with high school students in particular. They thought it was time for them to sit down and figure out this problem. They were psyched for meditation class. And I had to retrain them, though, this is actually time to empty. It's not time for you to allow your mind to think even further and focus on a problem or do what it does. And we'll be surprised because when you quiet the mind and you take it out of its habitual thinking role and you create even like a one-second gap in between thought after thought after thought, in an entire 30 minute meditation session, you've still created more space. And in that creation of space, the intuitive guidance can come in. And what's been proven, and I talk about this in my first book, What If There's Nothing Wrong? What's been studied and proven is that there's certain activations in the right part of the brain that happens after 20 minutes of a sustained meditation or prayer practice that opens up the right brain, opens up the intuitive insights. And so What people might spend three weeks trying to figure out a solution to, you can walk out of your meditation practice and either that moment within the first 10 minutes walking out of the practice, have one phrase that gives you the solution or the next morning wake up with the solution. So what we create so much hugeness around with the mind going off, trying to figure something out, can be much more quietly and gracefully resolved and much more quickly. So we're naturally wired with intuitive wiring. We're naturally wired to listen to our intuitive guidance. And so why not use it?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, absolutely. Why why not? And uh, so how does this relate to the throat chakra? Because doesn't that have something to do with being able to speak or does does it not?
3: Well, that's a great question because the fifth chakra the majority of focus when you look at people's work on the chakra column is they talk about the fifth being about communication well my work to me my practice with clients from around the world has revealed in the last five years has been that yes it's about communication and you, your perception that you have the right to be heard it's not you have the right to be heard it's how you perceive that you are if you're do have the right to be heard. But above and beyond that is then, do you perceive you have options? Do you perceive you have possibilities? Or do you feel restricted or limited in what you can choose for your life and living? And that will show up as a closed down throat chakra and a tight neck and possibly a tight jaw and possibly thyroid issues and possibly not speaking up for yourself and definitely not choosing um, uh, more free, uh, uh, something in your life that would allow for you to create more freedom, you don't think it's a possibility even. So you might not even have it in your universe. A lot of people who have a throat, a closed down throat chakra, and it really is honestly the majority of people because they just don't know what else is possible for their lives. They're not living from a space of, oh my God, life is so great. What else is possible? What else can I create? Instead, it's, oh my God, how do I get through this day?
2: So that's uh, really really why you named your, your Voice America show. And I do ha- need to mention that, that you did have a radio show here on Voice America, the seventh wave. And folks, you can still look back and, and hear those shows. But the name of it was Create Your Best Life Ever. And uh, yeah, it, it's really about balance, it, it just really seems like that's the deal. So, Allison, we've probably heard about chakras before. And so, what is it that you really would like to say to people, since it seems to be a buzzword? Um, what is something that they should look out for? Or, you know, I... I just kind of struggling for the right word yeah. to 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 say, is there wrong teachings about
3: chakras? That's a great question um i I know that there's a lot of people who will be new yoga students because i I've done the yoga teacher training the chakra in the Ayurvedic units for the local studio that I work at and I've seen what new and even other people who are new to energy the chakras are a buzzword now and so somebody who isn't focusing on the chakra system but is focused on energy or consciousness they'll bring in the chakra system and a lot of the time their information will be incomplete and it will leave people feeling like the chakra system isn't the substantial tool that it actually is. I was speaking at LA, the LA conscious life expo a couple of different times. I was a featured speaker there. And one of the times, the first time I remember when I had just gotten back from Asia and I was in a room and there were 50 people. It was standing room only more than that were standing around. And I remember I'm only saying that because it was such an impression left on my mind when I was presenting, going through each chakra, the, so here's here, let me give you a briefer version of it. the root chakra. That's the right to be here. So if you feel like you expect to be rejected, or you expect to be neglected, or you expect you walk into a room and you check and feel and see if people are accepting you, or you feel like the outcast or you feel like the rebel, or you move around a lot, or you change jobs a lot, or you space out a lot, or you have difficulty concentrating, or you trip a lot. Or you eat a lot of carbohydrates, the simple sugars, then, or the, then you are likely needing to ground more. And there's a lot of folks that need to ground more. That's at the tailbone. So if you have any feet or knee or leg issues, that's the area that root chakra governs. The second chakra is your right, is your right to feel the way you feel so if you don't feel like you have the right to feel the way you feel then you're not going to express yourself in conversations especially the important ones with the intimate others in your life and you're also not going to go for what it is you really want to go for because you don't feel like you even have the right to feel that way whereas the third chakra is the solar plexus one and that's the right to desire what you desire so is the solar plexus chakra is the one that contains the right to desire what you desire and to go for what you want to go for. It's considered the will center and the manifesting center of the chakra column. So if you don't even feel like you have the right to feel the way you feel, then you're certainly not going to feel like you have the right to desire what you desire and then go for it. So you're going to therefore limit and restrict what you've, and this isn't necessarily at all done at a conscious level, What you allow yourself to see as possibilities for your life, which then corresponds back up to the fifth chakra, limiting and restricting you there at the neck or the throat area. So a tight neck and tight upper traps or shoulders are frequently a result. So the chakra column overall is such a reliable roadmap to understand from a holistic perspective, the mind, body and spirit together, not from a sectioned off expert in one Area of an existence, but a holistic perspective of what makes a human choose and feel the way that they choose and the way that they feel and act, what creates a person to be who they are, and how do we uncreate what has been created so far so that we can have new. So, the chakra systems, um, frequently referred to in a kind of an offhanded way like, Yeah, the root chakra, ground more, eat some root vegetables, look at the color red. It's just not understood. As the substantial map and guide that it is actually. So, I, I, you can go, this is a suggestion. You can go to my website and you can see at com. if you go to the products tab and you go to the Chakra Attunement Audio Series, it's my number one bestseller. And on the page itself, each chakra has physical, mental, and emotional symptoms that describe an out-of-balance chakra. You can go there and have a sense of what might be off in your own chakra system. And then there's a tool right there offered for you, as well as a, um, a download product that you can buy that helps actually with vib- my vibrational upgrade system. I'm applying energy medicine to you, clearing out the unconscious and subconscious beliefs of that chakra. People's lives have changed from that product.
6: Yeah, and, and so the way I'm seeing it from what you've said in that when other people teach chakras, it's not that they're teaching them wrong, it's just incomplete information
3: yeah it's perfect understanding and framing of it marianne and realistically i live i when I was practicing energy medicine for probably about eight years, I chose to move to Asia because I wanted to understand at the source of who respects and understands energy to help understand better how energy moves, how the chi, how the life force moves in the body or gets stuck from the intention of wanting to help my clients get even better results. So I intentionally chose to understand from a much more complete level. So it's not that other people are bad or wrong because they don't understand. It's just that it, I often, to answer your question you asked, I often see it completed, treated in an incomplete way.
6: Right, Okay. So that helps me a lot. Well, folks, it's time for a break. So when we come back, we'll finish up this discussion. Don't go away.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little
1: help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit healingwhisper.com and click Coaching.
5: Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace? If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show.
6: Welcome back to The Healing Whisper. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. With my guest, Dr. Allison J.K. We have been talking about the chakras and why it is so important to learn about the chakras. And, uh, Dr. Allison, you have mentioned a couple of times you have a book, What If There Is Nothing Wrong? And I have really gotten that chakras are a very important thing, but your book, you only talk about it in
3: one paragraph, why is that because i don't that's a great question i i don't feel like that book what if there's nothing wrong is quite frankly in and of itself a vibrational upgrade it's a clearing I, I write it in in energetics of an eastern approach where I am talking in a way that causes your mind to have to wind down, to have to slow down, to have to shift gears over to allowing for more intuitive energy and energetics within your system, allowing for less analytical demanding that the ego mind does and really softens a person as they read it. So, it was enough the topic that I was approaching and in the way that I was doing it as an introduction that to then want to understand more about your own individual self and life and how to change it, that would have to be another step. And it's a very different um, practice. I, 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 have steered. When I first got back to America, I was fielding a lot of people with chronic pain and illnesses and diagnoses that the doctors weren't able to make sense out of, or the people just didn't want to go to a doctor, quite frankly, and wanted the holistic perspective. Um, even though, you know, they were enrolled in Western medical care and did go to their doctors. They just, they didn't really want to listen to their doctor. And they wanted to understand their system from a more holistic, complete perspective. And I, don't encourage that. Um, I encourage getting all input, but I do know that I have steered my practice away from working with people who are suffering in that way and more towards people who want to understand and awaken to life's possibilities and awaken spiritually and just help our world move into this new paradigm of unlimited abundance in all areas of life. And the old, you know, life is hard and full of pain and suffering and lack paradigm and power struggles that are all created from the mind. It, all of that is on its way out and it's crumbling. And that's what we're seeing in experiencing some of us chaos from uh, because the old paradigm is crumbling. Now I talk about that and what if there's nothing wrong, but to really have a system, a person ready for that, approach that embrace of oh my god so there's things that I could be asking for and having in my life that this isn't the only way I've done life the way that I've always done it that there's other possibilities that I so people who are reaching and looking find me from a very different way and are ready at a different level than somebody who might read a book called what if there's nothing wrong and I've had a lot of students actually come for my trainings and become clients after reading the book but it's just it's it it's almost like a whole world view has to be dropped before you can consider I have unlimited potential in a very real way. And I could actually choose it. And I could actually have and create whatever I desire in my life. And in fact, doing that, I am doing that. How do I do that in a way that creates what I want? <laughs> right.
6: And so, as people know, this show is called The Healing Whisperer Return to Peace. And so when somebody is really, truly seeking healing, it's more than just, well, I'm I'm going to stop listening to my physician and I'm going to go holistic. It's really a true upgrade of everything in their lives. As you said, right at the top of the show, it's about the mind, body, and spirit, and uh, just the... Getting away from this uh, struggle that uh, we seem to be trapped in in the Western civilization. Am, Am I couching that correctly?
3: Yeah. I mean, you don't see people at age 50 expecting arthritis automatically and going to get tests that start measuring things, expecting difficulties once they hit a certain age threshold. It just isn't the way the system is set up over there for aging. There is so much more potential. Our systems are innately wired in that it's very challenging to communicate to a person grown up, born and raised in this system where it's contained in parameters that are limitations inherently. So, yes, you did couch that, right? There is so much more available. And our doctors are coming on board, the most progressive of them, you know, the ones starting the functional and even the integrative medicine. They are, you know, so it's slowly coming on board. But there's a lot of infrastructure from having done the system the way it's been done for decades that is needing to drop away, in my opinion, not just incrementally change, but literally drop away as new, not even infrastructure, but new ways of doing this. Thing called supporting a human system are done and created because it's not if what if there's nothing wrong it's how do i live at a more vibrant level than anything i could have imagined was possible right. and our current system doesn't present us with that it just doesn't it's then one-on-one marketing is present a problem and your service is a solution when you live in a problem-based society it's hard to get beyond that there are there, you could live at a level where there isn't anything wrong <laughs>
6: Well, and and what you were saying about aging, it, it just brought to mind a a expression that I saw just recently that aging is not a disease, <laughs> and, and uh, we treat it as a disease, and and so yes, we need to get away from the problem based society and to. To say, let's not create more problems. Oh, I've got this drug. Uh, What can I find to treat with this drug? But uh, that's getting me off on another soapbox.
3: But, Marianne, hold on one second, please, really briefly. You talked about aging, and I um, really want to insert here the veneration, the absolute respect given to the elders in other cultures. Not get out of my face. You're hassling me. Do I need to put you in a nursing home? You don't have much to say. The glorification of the youth that we do in America through our advertising and because they might. Yeah, I mean, it is an absolute veneration of what you've had to do to get to that 60th year or that 70th year and the absolute amount of wisdom that you can you can. Communicate to me in the listening and the respect, not the demanding that the child does here or the demanding that the teen or the person in their 20s does here, but the shutting up and the respect given to the elders that happens in other cultures would communicate to a person aging a very different idea about aging than yeah. what, gets, what happens in our country.
6: Oh yeah, we we uh, certainly understand that, and and we see that, and there is a huge industry around putting people away in this culture. Well, yes, but Alison, I want to talk
1: really briefly, please.
6: Actually, Allison, <laughs> it has come time for the end of the show, as you well know. This is. a the- very short segment, and I just would like to remind everybody, you can find Allison's recordings on Voice America Seventh Way's channel. You just look up Dr. Allison J.K., and uh, as always, I'd like to let everybody know from the wisdom of Solomon, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So until next week, folks, blessings.
1: Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again
0: next week.